0: Welcome back, Hug Nights and Jawas. This is Mando Talk. This is your home for Star Wars discussion about the Mandalorian, the Clone Wars, and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Caleb Keller, and we are here tonight to talk about recent Star Wars news that has been huge, that dropped earlier this evening, and also to review the recent Clone Wars episode titled Gone with a Trace. Joined alongside me, as always, is my apprentice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) whatever. Nolan (laughs) Ferris. I am not an apprentice. (laughs) I'm not even in the Jedi Council (laughs) or Order. No, uh, I would like to hope, you know, I hope everybody out there is doing okay, and I hope everybody's making it through these uh, crazy trying times that we've got going on right now. Crazy. Um, I would like to uh, tell everybody, let us be your outlet from all this. Um, This is probably as all we're going to get into, what's going on out there. Please just l- use us as your escape for everything um, and your quarantine breaks that, you, that you're going to have. I yeah. mean, I know it's going to be pretty stale and pretty boring being hemmed up at the house all day, but hopefully Mando Talk can help get you through it. So uh, Listen,
0: man, we're always here to help.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, we're definitely just here to be an outlet for you guys and, and reach out to us while you're at home. Um, talk uh, talk to us about Star Wars. Talk to us about anything. I mean, we'll talk about anything with you. Um, but breaking down the news first. Star Wars news. Um, it has been reported. So hopefully, hold hold off. Okay, hold off. Hold off. Hold off. Hold off.
0: Bouncing off what you said. Yeah. Before we get into the news, go ahead. Shout out. Shout outs to Ryan. To Ryan on Twitter. He uh, so backing off what he said with having an outlet to kind of use to get entertained throughout this process. Ryan said that as you're, or his tweet was something along the lines, as you're kind of stuck in your house, here's all these star Wars podcasts to check out. And Mando talk was one of those. So I just real quickly wanted to give a shout out to Ryan and let you know that I appreciate you listening and I appreciate those kind words. And to piggyback off of that, be like Ryan, listen to (laughs) Mando talk. Hashtag
1: be like Ryan. Um, (laughs) No, thanks, Ryan. Uh, we appreciate the uh, the mention there, and uh, yeah, if you mention us, we will mention you. And if yeah. you want, you've any conversations that you want to talk about, feel free to to comment to us or uh, message us on all of our social media yep. platforms at Mando Talk, and we will try to reach back to you and. Uh, or uh, talk about it on the air if you have a question. Absolutely. So uh, getting into Let's Star get Wars into news. It, Star Wars news. Now, go ahead and take this one. I know you're excited about I, it. I'm
0: pumped. I'm
1: excited for this,
0: and I really hope it's true, but I'm pumping the brakes on if it's true or not. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah.
1: Star Wars has a history of putting <laughs> these things out there, or the Very Star Wars so. fan base has a history of putting these things out there and yes. them not being... Totally factual. Absolutely. So we're uh, taking it all with a grain of salt as we expect or we hope that you do. Yeah. Um, don't get too excited, uh, but we do, we are excited for yeah. the possibility. So
0: the report, which I believe was from slash film originally.
1: Originally, yep.
0: The report is that Rosario, Rosario, I'm not sure how to say her first name. Ro-
1: Rosario, Rosario, whatever. Rosario Ms. Dawson. Rosario. is
0: reported to be casted as Ahsoka Tano in season two of The Mandalorian. Mic drop. That is huge. Boom. If that news is true, that is huge for both Star Wars in general, but definitely The Mandalorian.
1: Yes. I am super excited. I hope this is true. Um, You know, uh, the writers, some of them have talked about it. Um, very briefly uh we don't have a lot of information that's factual from this we have all we have is you know slash film what slash film
0: reported and i will say uh
1: the new york post has put something out about it ign ign yep imdb uh, yep all Um, the
0: these big news outlets for entertainment are running with
1: this thing right and i hope i hope i hope that it's true because it would mean a lot Meaning to the story of the Mandalorian. I hope it's not just like a uh, you know a little cameo where she comes in for a scene and then she leaves, which that would be okay. Yeah, but I hope she has a bigger role. in oh, for sure. man, In the season two, and
0: it's kind of like Mandalorian the report that we talked about either last week or the week before, where Esposito, the actor for Moff Gideon, right, said yep. that at some point you're going to see the dark saber clash with a lightsaber. So, here's that opportunity. It's right here in front of us.
1: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) if you don't make it Ahsoka's lightsaber, then whose is it gonna be? The child?
0: (laughs) Hey, I'm all for Baby Yoda wielding a
1: lightsaber. (laughs) But uh, Dave Filoni had very few words to offer when it comes to this, and we actually have a soundbite of that. He's very um, unique, Yes, I would say. (laughs) Yeah, he's pumped about (laughs) it. He's he's, He's giddy. Yeah, he's giddy. So,
0: this take that we're fixing to play for you this was asked at d23 which was last august i believe which was before season one of the mandalorian came out right but right. still just listen to his reaction and we'll, we'll talk about what that yeah, might i'm gonna might try mean.
1: not to laugh <laughs>
0: with the freedom of something like disney plus mm-hmm. you see a world in which someone like ahsoka could go live action
1: or anyone else like some of your your animated creations could make the jump in vice versa <laughs> yeah, you know, never say never. <laughs>
0: so We're going to play that again. So you see a world in which someone like Ahsoka could go live
1: action or anyone else? Like some of your your animated creations could make the jump in, vice versa. <laughs> yeah, you know, never say never. Man. He wants he's, it. <laughs> he, I think he does. I mean, he's so excited about it. it you know, he's never say never. Yeah. So I think... He knows something's up. He knows that they want to have a soak in there, and um, you know, with John's, uh, so apparently Rosario Dawson has a history in the Agents of Shield. I
0: I believe that's true. Yes,
1: and you know, uh, John Favreau has a history. Has a history with Marvel, Marvel. and so maybe it is true. Yeah, maybe maybe we do have a. It helps too that
0: Dave Filoni is a director for The Mandalorian. He was directed two episodes in the first season, and I would, wouldn't would be surprised if he directed multiple in season two as well. I and would not doubt that at this all. This is a character that he created, so why would he not capitalize on bringing his creation, which the, the fan base loves. Yeah, I this mean, it's his total fan service. This is his one like huge... Attribution. Now he's made tons of them, but this is like a huge one that he's made to Star Wars. Why not bring that over to live action? I mean,
1: it is total fan service, but as everybody, uh, all of our listeners know, (laughs) I'm a big fan of fan (laughs) service, lightsabers, and the use of the Force. And um, this would tie all those together. So,
0: absolutely bring it on. I really hope it happens. And I know some people out there are kind of pushing back saying they don't need the Force. Or, I guess not necessarily the Force, because we see that in season one. Right. But they don't need to see the Jedi in the Mandalorian to enjoy it. Which I agree. I would enjoy uh, it without the Jedi. I would enjoy it just focusing on the Mandalorian. I would have enjoyed it if Baby Yoda wouldn't have been in it in general. But... I think it would have
1: gotten boring. Uh, just going on bounty hunter mission after bounty well, hunter see, mission uh, after bounty hunter mission.
0: I've, at some point it would have turned the tide at some point. But... I kind of see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but definitely, it's going to be incredible to see if it happens. We
1: don't need to see it, but me as being a Star Wars general fan, I mean, I'm not, I'm your everyday fan, I would, I would think. Um, man, bring it on. I mean, that's what Star Wars is. I I like, I would like to see it. Now, I don't want to get too tied into Ahsoka, but it would be cool. It would be cool to have her in a couple of episodes, maybe a few more. Um, I mean, it would even be just cool for her to just be in a passing scene, honestly. Yeah, just to know that she's still out there. Yeah, which we do know that she's still out yeah, there. Yeah, so
0: she's at the end of Star Wars Rebels. The show ends in between or after the the events of Return of the Jedi. So we know she's out there right. because The Mandalorian falls directly in between Episode six and seven.
1: Yep. Yeah. So I mean, it would be really cool.
0: Yeah, i and, i want I want it to happen. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, so, I really want it to happen.
1: So, make it happen. <laughs> I know it's too late and the shooting has already yeah, ended. Yeah, the shooting's
0: already ended. So, yeah, real quick off of that. It's impressive that they've kept if it quiet it's true, this long. That it was yeah, that it was never reported on earlier. Right. Which means her role's probably just one episode.
1: I know. That's what makes me think of that it is. Yeah. Um, which is okay. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it could be the last episode. The last they episode. finally make it to the core. And or... then
0: you're going to see Ahsoka a lot in season three. Yeah. Oof. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see. Those of you listening, let us know what you think about this news. Do you buy it? Are you concerned that it might be too much Jedi for you? Because I know we've kind of talked about just doing something completely new, and The Mandalorian was doing that there for us in season one. Or. Right. Do you, are you fully on board already? Like, do you believe the report? Do you think it's 100% legit? Let us know what you think.
1: And does this last episode, Gone with a Trace, does that get you pumped enough about Ahsoka that, yeah. you, want it, that you want it to happen as badly as yeah, we do? Yeah, this is a full-on
0: <laughs> Ahsoka Tano episode yeah. of Mando
1: Talk. And so diving in um, to this episode, Gone with a Trace, the fortune cookie is, if there is no path before you, create your own. Now, Caleb, give us your thoughts on that.
0: Yeah, so my initial thoughts, because we paused it whenever we were watching the recent Clone Wars episode, um, my thoughts as soon as we saw this fortune cookie was that it was kind of like saying that you have to work for things that you need or that you want. Like, it's not just gonna be handed to you. You've gotta do something in order to get those things that you need or want. Right,
1: and and I see that. Um, that That is a very good take on it uh my first initial reaction was uh when it says if there's no path before you create your own my thoughts on that is if your back's against the wall the only way you can go is forward so i mean like if you're as low as you can go and we kind of see this in the episode which we do see some of your take on it too but we see like i mean physically she's going lower in coruscant sure um and the only way to go is up, so I think she's emotionally low yeah at at this point in her life um so the only way she's got to do the only thing she's got to do is get better right,
0: and so we kind of pick up right there now, the way the kind of like set or the i guess opener yeah. It makes there. it out to be where, like, these events that happen in this episode are very, very shortly after her leaving the council. Very Because she's still on Coruscant. She's on this speeder bike. And at the very beginning of this thing, the speeder bike that she's on malfunctions and it takes her into the underworld of Coruscant. And throughout this scene, um, this really took me back to Anakin in Attack of the Clones. Yeah. And it really reminded me of like those maneuvers and those kind of crazy things that he pulled off.
1: When he's uh when he's chasing chasing the uh changeling. Yeah, the changeling and yeah. attack of the clones. I got you. Yeah, I definitely felt that. You know, and um it would have been really cool for to just hear, you know, hear Obi Wan being like this is why i hate flying <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? or,
0: yeah always on the move <laughs> always on the move yeah yeah it was great and i i think that was meant to happen like she's learned from her former master on how to be kind of crazy sometimes but yeah. get away with it <laughs>
1: yeah it's very it's very daring and we see that uh as being part of her characteristics uh you know with the upside down speeder bike right you know yeah walk, run like walking running on the walls right. and everything and jumping off from uh, ship, to ship, ship to ship, or speeder to speeder. Yeah, it was great. And uh, she finally lands on level 1313. Now, I didn't know this yep. um, before, right. but you know a little bit about yeah. level 1313 so, before. Yeah. And that's what you let me know, so go ahead so and still on that. So Star
0: Wars 1313, those of you that are really nerdy like me as far as Star Wars goes, Star Wars 1313 was a game, a video game, that Lucasfilm was creating and developing to release uh, where you were going to be a bounty hunter on level 1313 of the underworld of Coruscant. So it was a really interesting kind of callback to that situation. And again, Dave Floney's doing these things on purpose. Because he knows the ones that are watching the Clone Wars generally support george lucas looking back on things like i know during the prequels george lucas caught a lot of hate but i think that star wars fans me included have just learned or have grown to just appreciate what george lucas did right and this star wars 1313 reference was just really cool um just to point out i mean it was just really brief like uh trace says oh you've you're on or you landed on level 13, 13, something like that along those lines. Where it's just really quick, you blink, you miss it, but great callback.
1: Yeah, it's just a it's just a little uh a, a Easter egg in there, yeah. I guess that you would say. And uh it's really cool. Uh once you told me, I was like, Man, that's that's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, but moving on, Trace allows Ahsoka. To stay in her shop and complete the repairs on her bike because her yeah, bike is trashed <laughs> totally malfunctioned which yeah. i thought might have been a sort of sabotage operation that somebody was trying to right. sabotage her yeah because with
0: the the intro to the episode it, it was kind of like connecting all the previous events right together so it could have been possible
1: i mean but i do you think it's still possible or do you think it was just no a, i
0: think it was just like a a plot device
1: to drive the episode. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And after watching the episode, I, I sort of feel the same. Yeah. But uh, Trace allows the Soga to stay in her shop and complete the repairs or, or work begin, on her. Yeah. yeah, yeah start. Yeah. Work on the the repairs to her bike. Yeah. With a price. Right. Like at the and beginning of the episode, like, Trace is like, "Okay, well, you're going to have to right. pay for your time. Time is money. All this. Yeah. When you're while you're here, you're going to be paying. When you're that.
0: down here, you got to be paying.
1: Yeah. Pretty much like.
0: Like here in the underworld, there's no playing around here <laughs> yeah
1: no there are rates to everything so yeah um and that kind of uh you know ahsoka starts working on her bike a little yeah. bit and everything and it just it's getting to her a little bit you can yeah. tell her emotions are, are draining her and um once again trace fires at her you know the payment thing and you know, yeah and the she, longer you take it's you know the more money it's going to cost you
0: and ahsoka was hurts. looking for
1: a spark coal or something yeah, spark yeah. and it's in
0: one of and it's in trace's the, nebula. nebula i, I believe big, that's what it was called yeah yeah something like that I, and I anyway remember. trace was just kind of like on top of ahsoka just roasting her and telling her these things that she needed to get done and do right. in order to stay there and ahsoka just kind of walks off to the side and you can tell that she's mentally and physically and emotionally just like
1: drained. Yeah, I mean at this she doesn't point. have she doesn't have the credits that it takes to pay her for this right. part to fix her bike. So, um, and at you know, this
0: moment though, that music that hit, oh, oh that yeah. gave me chills. Yes, because that sure. was your classic Star Wars. Yes, like Twin Suns music. Mm-hmm. Very much so. And uh, and another thing too, that ship that was lifting up and like kind of ascending. That was
1: a military ship out wasn't? of
0: the. I'm not sure if it was.
1: Well, I saw the like the gray with the red stripe yeah. on it, and it looked, oh, okay. like, a, it yeah, looked possibly. like a military ship. But yeah,
0: you can tell that she's longing to get out.
1: I, well, it was so, when she saw that ship, to me, it felt like it was something that she had just given up. Right. The military lifestyle. I gotcha. And that's what it took me to. Yeah. Um, but I'm not 100% on that. So while Ahsoka is out on the terrace you know, trying or the docking platform, I guess right. you'd say. Interfills. Yeah, interfills. <laughs> um, she finally turns around and walks back in and Trace is actually fixing her bike for no right. charge. And um Yeah, this is kinda like a turning point for them. Yeah, I guess Trace felt kind of bad, sort of, yeah. like, you know, I was a little hard on her, you know, kind of thing. Right. And then uh so some like debt collectors come up.
0: Yeah. What I don't the remember name? their names. I don't I don't either. But it's it's kind of just like
1: they're an unimportant character.
0: Yeah, they're just there to kind of set up the situation that Trace is in. Right, right. And it goes down.
1: Yeah, I mean, they start, uh, you know, Trace is like, well, I ain't got your money, and she grabs like a pipe, starts whooping on him. <laughs> yeah, and, and
0: Ahsoka's ah- ah- trying to help, but yeah. Trace says, no, you stay out of this. Oh, no, yeah, I got And then she realizes this. that she needs help.
1: And then they jump on her, and then so Trace is like, all right, I mean, you know, I, I could probably use a little bit of help, you know what I'm saying? And Ahsoka goes off. Yes, and just <laughs> destroys both of, like, the uh, the minions, I guess you'd say. Yeah,
0: and the the boss guy kind of just, like, runs away.
1: Yeah, he's like, well, you haven't seen the last of me, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, maybe we haven't, hopefully we have. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: let's focus on the main characters at this point for me. Um, But this is where, like, my favorite part of the episode pops in. It's just like a quick little one-liner that just really hits you in the feels. Yes. After they get done fighting, Trace kind of asks Ahsoka, like, how'd you learn how to fight like that? And Ahsoka says, uh, my older brother helped, or taught me, or helped me learn this fighting strategy, and... Because you were the one that kind of first pointed this out. So just thoughts on what that statement meant.
1: Oh, well, I mean, she was talking about your boy. My boy. (laughs) (laughs) She was talking about her her older brother, her older brother figure, I guess. Yeah. Which um, uh, is Anakin. Absolutely. I think there's no other way around that. I don't think she has any older brothers that have been there for her her, like Anakin has. And we see that in the previous seasons of The Clone Wars, Anakin being there for her as a role model, yeah. as an older brother figure, taking her up under his wing and uh, guiding her in what he thinks is the right direction. Absolutely. And I think we're going to see a lot of that brother-sister relationship coming up, hopefully in the next few episodes, yeah. when it comes to Anakin's descent from greatness. um, And, man, I... I really think and hope that we do see some of the doubts that he has, because we know his turn from the Jedi is to save Padme. That's what we've been told, right? But I know that that can't be the only reason. Oh, I no. think that definitely not. I think that he has more doubts in the Jedi Council than it shows in Episode Three. Yeah. Um, you know, in Episode Three, we see him make Make they make Anakin a part of the council, but not a master, not grant him the rank of master. Yeah, and that's a strike huge one. Yeah, that's a huge <laughs> thing for him. Uh, well, Ahsoka think, leaving the council, I think that's this strike a, one. I think this is a huge. I think this is before. Do you think this is before they don't make him like he's oh, part yeah. of the council? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, think so yeah, Ahsoka leaving, I think, is the first that's strike one, and yes. then
0: them not granting him the rank of master, strike two,
1: and then them asking him to spy on Palpatine strike, strike three. three and he's done at that point. yeah and you're out yeah, yeah. strike so, four
0: is when Mace says oh, I gotta kill this dude <laughs> yeah
1: he's too powerful to be kept alive yeah yeah and so I think so much I want to <laughs> see and like I've always said I would love to see things through the eyes of the dark side because I think it's all perspective yeah. I think the Jedi is all perspective. I think they look good on the outside and they look noble and everything. But when you really delve into it, you kind of feel for those that have turned their shoulder to the yeah. to the and um to the Jedi.
0: Yeah, and Trace points this out in this yes. episode. She's talking about how, you know, as a kid the Jedi were these immaculate figures. Right. And that they never did any wrong. And now that she's grown up, she realizes that they have issues. And they don't really do anything for them.
1: Well, she says, she's like, they've forgotten about us down here. They just go around starting wars and everything. And so, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Um, Now, Ahsoka kind of stands up for the Jedi Council right here as far as, you know, she says they don't go around starting wars. They just go around trying to finish them. Yeah. And um, I think this is her struggling with her emotions right now because she wants to be mad at the Jedi, but she's still holding on holding on trying to defend them in the way that she does yeah um so this is a, a major point for me in this episode as far as her still struggling with the choice that um she was forced to make yeah
0: i 100 agree and i think it's going to be something that we explore even more right throughout the the rest of the season with ahsoka
1: but going into the rest of the episode, it's pretty much your basic—I uh, mean, something bad happens; they have to fix it. Episode. Yeah.
0: So this is where we're introduced to Trace's sister. I'm assuming that it's her older sister. Yes, I would. I would. Think Rafa. Her older sister. And Rafa is kind of taking advantage of Trace and Trace's situation, Namedness. where Trace is just trying to get off the planet, right? And Rafa's using this as a way to just continue to make money. Uh, to continue to keep Trace helping her throughout situations to give her the credits that she needs to fix her ship so she can leave the planet.
1: Well, I also think it's um, her taking advantage of Trace's um skills. Yeah, agree. Uh, Because we don't see Rafa put her hands on anything. True. She's just a negotiator. Right. And Trace is obviously the one that has the skills and the the um, knowledge to fix these right. machines. Um, we do see in there they're fixing... Um, uh, Rafa has negotiated out some kind of negotiation with a Twi'lek right? Uh, about fixing a couple of, or building a couple of droids. Yeah. And so when they're fixing those droids, um, you know, Trace is the one with her hands on everything, right. and Rafa's kind of the negotiator of the scenario.
0: Yeah, and these droids, Ahsoka, once they kind of like finish... Heavy lifters or something? Yeah, once they kind of finish putting these together, she realizes that she has seen them before, and she kind of calls them demolition droids, where they essentially just destroy. Yeah, I anything. mean they're going through
1: their like wreck it route, and that's
0: exactly what happens. One of them gets away because one of the restraining bolts wasn't put on. Right. So this droid gets free, and Ahsoka and Trace are then having to chase the this droid down. And again, Rafa's not doing all anything all through the
1: underworld. Of course Yeah. Thirteen. Uh, what thirteen? Thirteen. Yeah.
0: Level thirteen. Thirteen.
1: Yeah. And so they're running all over, and um, we finally get to see like this whole time I'm sitting here like, why doesn't she just use the force? Why yeah. doesn't she just use the force? Why do not she? And then we finally get to see that towards the end. Yeah. Um. So this scene has uh, Trace hanging off of the end of the demolition droid, right. and they've got it grappled with a tow motor yeah. over a f- the forklift edge. Or something uh, yeah, like a that. Forklift <laughs> over the edge of a uh one of the balconies, Balcony, I guess you could say. And uh, Ahsoka, quickly thinking, she grabs the winch off of the front of this um, forklift skid steer thing. Yeah, really and, quickly thinking. <laughs> and she wraps it around one of the columns, uh, the support columns, and tries yeah. to engage the winch. And the winch is starting to work. Yeah. Um, but it ends up overloading and, and starts to burn up. Right. And at this point, the forklift trace... <laughs> Yeah, and the Demolition droids start back over the edge. Right. And so Ahsoka sort of steps back a little bit. We see her take a couple steps back, and the crowd is looking at Trace and Mm -hmm. all this going over the edge, and Ahsoka kind of down to the side starts pulling it back up using the Force. Using the
0: Force. It was awesome. I loved it.
1: It was very discreet, um, and I think this is her goal. Why do you think she's trying to be discreet down there?
0: Well, Definitely in previous Clone Wars episodes, there's hints and there's even scenes where if you're a Force user, Jedi, down there in the underworld, these people don't like you because they feel like you've been that they've been left out to dry down there.
1: Right. And I kind of see this in episode two a little bit after they find the Changeling and they're in that little cantina bar oh, thing. Oh, yeah.
0: People are just giving them looks. Yeah. Dude, and I, I like, didn't even go, think about go that. To,
1: you know, go back and Obi Wan's like, go back to your business. This is Jedi business, yeah. or something, you know, something along those yeah, lines. And they're just getting snarks. And yeah, they kind of just <laughs> turn on the cold shoulder to it. So yeah. you kind of see that sort of tie back into the or the um, prequel trilogy.
0: Right. Oh, that's a great take. I didn't even think about that. But one person. And that's even the main level of Coruscant. Right. So just imagine Underworld, level
1: 1313. 1313. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, but there is one little girl that sees her use the force. Yeah. Um, do you think this is gonna play a role in her trying to leave Coruscant, or do you think that was just? Ooh, that's interesting. Do you think it's just gonna like be brushed up under the rug, and it's just is what it is?
0: I think it could be like a tool, maybe, to get like the kids in level thirteen, thirteen to rally behind these two to help them get off the planet. You think? Possibly, but other than that, I just initially I kind of just think it's just symbolic.
1: Yeah, I mean, but Trace does say. That as a kid, they look up to the Jedi. True. And so maybe this kid still looks up to the Jedi, and when she sees sort of like a Force user, not really sure what it is, because yeah. you know you don't want to say anything. Yeah. Maybe. But this reminded me of, I think it is, um, which one is it? The Last Jedi? No. Yes, The Last Jedi. At the very, very end... Broom boy, the broom boy. <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, how the little kid uses Shout the force. To A. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know how much you love that movie, boss. <laughs> but yeah, so that that reminded me of that. Maybe you know, she has powers that she hasn't discovered yet. And hey, I think in fair. later episodes, like later movies, we we might get to see some of these younglings come back around. As far as force user younglings, that'd be cool. I mean, that'd
0: I mean, would be. don't know. Anakin killed them all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he killed the women and the children too. <laughs>
0: yeah, he killed everybody, man. And yeah. he's your favorite character. <laughs> hey, man, don't
1: judge. He's the I'm most just playing man. He's he top has three for the me. Most. <laughs> he has the most character growth out of any character. Oh, for sure. I mean, it on. took him six
0: movies. <laughs> six movies of growth. I'd say that's the most. <laughs>
1: Man, I know BA is probably I'm sorry, is listening man. right now. <laughs> um and he's probably like, Yeah, he's yeah, quit being dumb, <laughs> Nolan. Yeah. Whatever, man. I mean I like the character growth in this character in Anakin. Yeah. Even in the Clone Wars. I mean, you see his character growth, how how he starts to doubt the council a little bit. Oh yeah, definitely. In the past uh, I know the last season. Yeah. Um but yeah. I mean you can't deny Anakin. No, he can't. He's the he's the most powerful. He's the, he's the most powerful <laughs> Jedi ever.
0: Man, that that could be a debate. But another we'll time. save that for another, another, time. Time. <laughs> another time. Another okay, time. Okay, so Ahsoka saves uh Trace, gets the demolition droid safely back, I guess, and Rafa is able to make profit and get the credits that she needed. Right. So Trace and Ahsoka go back to, to the wharf. Yeah, Yeah. I guess it's called the wharf. Yeah, It's like a cantina or like a... It's
1: sort of like a gathering area. Yeah, there you go. It looks like it's at the very bottom of Coruscant because there's water down there like a lake.
0: Oh, I didn't even see that either.
1: Yeah, there's like a lake, and this place is sort of like a shore side. Yeah. It looks like the very, very bottom of Coruscant.
0: Nice. But yeah, so they're there, and again, we get more light on Trace and Rafa's relationship to where it kind of seems like Again, Rafa takes advantage of Trace, and Ahsoka kind of lets her know this. Like, look, you yeah. need to start looking out for yourself. Right. Because Rafa's doing these things that aren't right to do. Well,
1: and I didn't get a sense of, you know, look out for yourself. I got a sense of, you need to try to get her to do the right things. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Um, because she's obviously not. She's taking these shady jobs from these shady people. Yeah, And um, she's making, you know, dirty money, as you would say. Right. And... Um, She's not doing the noble thing. And this is another thing that I think Ahsoka is battling with as far as her nobility and wanting to do the right thing. Um, which I think she's always gonna try to do the right thing. I think she's a good person. Yeah. Um, but it's a Jedi quality as far as trying to do right by people. Right. So, you know, there's another character characteristic of her that is like minded with the Jedi. Right, what their, I guess, traits yeah. are. Yeah, and I
0: think something that helps her story as far as her character goes, she's no longer limited by the rules of the Jedi, though. Like, she can continue to do these good deeds and good things without kind of being caught in all the, like, lies that the Jedi end up getting so caught in. So you know in. what
1: I just thought about when you said that? What's that? The last episode where Anakin cut down the... Uh, Trench. yeah admiral trench yeah and he said i don't follow the same Ooh, rules yeah that's what i just thought about when you said yeah, that good connection
0: i mean those connections between ahsoka and anakin are there i just Very feel like so. Anakin or ahsoka resists the dark way better <laughs> than anakin for sure
1: and see we were talking about this earlier um i don't necessarily think anakin went to the dark as much as he turned away from the Jedi. If that makes any sense at all, I sure. think his outlet to get away from the Jedi uh-huh. was through Palpatine, but I mean, I don't think he was looking for the dark side. Now, I think his draw to the dark side was trying to save Padme because of the Dark sure. Plagueis story that he yeah. was told. Um, but he was just looking to get away from the Jedi. Right. He was tired of their hypocritical ways i guess you'd say how yeah. they claim to be noble but then they ask him to spy on people right. and they are doing um unnoble things i guess in the in the eyes of him yeah and uh so he wanted to eliminate that whole heritage aka slaughtering the young ones
0: <laughs> yeah pretty much he just wipes them out man so to end this episode though uh ahsoka acts like she's kind of just going to go on her own to fix their bike and get out of there, continue on with whatever her mission was. kind of hurt Trace's feelings a little bit. Yeah, and Trace decides to just go with her and kind of like finish, I guess they're going to finish the speeder together. I don't think we're going to see the last of Trace, though. I think she's going to follow Ahsoka the rest of the way. I think at some point they're going to use that nebula to get off the planet.
1: Okay. I can see that. Because
0: I feel like that's just too big of a, idea that they introduced in this episode to not use that right. that she's trying to put this big ship together to get off the planet yeah
1: i definitely see that i definitely see um her being sort of a co-pilot with her handiness and her skills yeah as far as being a mechanic i think i think it's going to be kind of like a uh han and chewy relationships that they're going to have yeah. going on there best friends mm-hmm. sort of deal and well, i 100 uh, percent agree and that, I mean that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, now, what do you see as far as Rafa's future?
0: It's a great question
1: because I don't have any idea. I don't, I don't have either. any takes on that.
0: She, I don't. Next episode will be her last episode. If she's another the, one, the end game of next episode is Ahsoka and Trace getting off the planet. Of
1: course not. Yeah, I, I, I think that's probably pretty accurate. I hope that that's accurate. Yeah. Now, we haven't been accurate on any of our (laughs) takes so far as far as future episodes. So bear with us as we uh, keep making um, incorrect statements, (laughs) incorrect foresights. So
0: I think this one will be right, though. I say this every week, but this one will be right.
1: Well, I mean, that that pretty much wraps up our uh, Gone with the Trace Clone Wars episode five.
0: Episode five, man. We got seven left. Seven left. And we got a lot to get to. We We still got to see Darth Maul. Darth Maul, Mandalore.
1: Mandalore. Uh, We got to see... Anakin. Anakin and Ahsoka have a conversation. Right. We got to see lightsaber action with Ahsoka and And, Darth Maul. We see that in
0: the trailer. Now, do you think we'll get any other lightsaber action other than that? Or is that it?
1: Lightsaber on lightsaber? Right, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: You think there will be more? Yep. Between who?
1: Hmm. Grievous,
0: Grievous is still out there, so yeah. is Dooku.
1: Yeah, uh hmm, very interesting. I don't know. Well, yeah. they kill Count Dooku at the beginning. At the beginning
0: of three, but we haven't crossed that yet.
1: No, are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Pa-
0: yeah, because, um, again, I think I've touched on it in a previous episode. Anakin and Obi-Wan were supposed to be at the Siege of Mandalore, but they got called to go after Palpatine because he was taken by Dooku. Right, and that's where they killed Dooku. Right. Yep. So we haven't gotten to that point quite yet.
1: Gotcha. So do you think we'll see them on their way to that?
0: Possibly. I still hope to see Ahsoka's reaction to Order 66. Hmm. Like, I I hope to see her be able to feel that through the Force that something bad has happened. And she somehow, well, I don't know if she figures out that Anakin becomes Darth Vader because we see that That's moment. another thing we need we to see. We see that moment happen in Rebels, though.
1: That's another thing we need to see. We need to see Rex and Ahsoka meet so he True. can take out his shit. Yeah,
0: that's got to happen at some point, too. Because they end up, all the clones get different helmets. I don't know if you've seen that in a trailer. Mm-mm. They get the, they're to resemble Ahsoka, I believe, like they're Ahsoka's troops. And Rex gets one of those helmets. Nice. So, we'll see. There's still a lot to get to and we are 5 episodes through. A lot of fun things to talk about and I know those last 3 episodes are probably going to be jam-packed. Right. So that means our Mando Talk podcast episodes are probably going to be jam-packed,
1: <laughs> jam-packed and <laughs> longer <laughs> a little bit lengthier. So just bear with us through these quarantine times and give us these listens yeah. and everything. We are going to try to we're going to try to be your um outlet right uh, to get away from it all um we would like it if you shared us with your friends and everything let us be their outlet let us be your your whole family's outlet just put us sure. on and uh and give yeah. us the listens give give us the comments talk to us guys we, we would really love to um get some more conversation going with with our listener base and um that's all i have
0: yeah man i mean be safe out there may the force be with you Check us out, Mando Talk. Tell your friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to us. It, you won't regret it because we are two chuckle nuts that love to talk about Star Wars.
1: <laughs> oh, one more thing. So Disney Plus has now released in the United Kingdom. Oh yes, we didn't talk. Yeah. We didn't talk about. I forgot this. to mention that. So, um, all of our listeners over there. Uh, I know we have a few. A few. Yeah. So, handful. I know you're going through it right now and you, you probably could have already seen it. But yeah, if you want to I mean, see yeah. it
0: like the correct way through Disney Plus, go back, right, watch each episode yes. and as soon as you finish that episode, if you want to listen to us to break it down for you and an occasional guest, guest break it down with us. Go back and listen to us and then proceed on with the next chapter in The Mandalorian.
1: Yeah. Very much so, and uh, we're excited to get to talk about uh, season two coming up in October.
0: I believe so. October. Now, I hope that none of this stuff is going to affect that. Yeah. And we'll see. I guess that's too. I mean, determined. they're done. They're done. They're done shooting, but there is still probably work to do as far as the- Right,
1: right. Fixing it goes. As far as editing and right. all that goes, and the production and everything, putting it yeah. out there. So- yeah, hopefully that doesn't affect, um, you know, what's going on right now doesn't affect, you know, the release date right. of anything, and even if it
0: does though, we'll be here to talk Star Wars still. Oh yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> and but but that's kind of what we're basing it on as everything's up in the air right now. Right. So there again, let us be your outlet, and um, yeah, if you're good with it,
0: us. Mando Talk is not up in the air, so we're always here for you to talk about Star Wars, so use us as our outlet. May the Force be with you. I'm gonna pass it on to Nolan to send us out of here.
1: I have spoken.